boat is a vampire. Oh, shit. <laughs> Wait, that wasn't it. Um, you're listening to America's most scurvy podcast, The Pod People, Vast. I'm Matisse Van Rossum, and I'm filled up with dirt. Demeter, I hardly know her. <laughs> I'm Ben Sheets. <laughs> love it. I love the dumb ones. Speaking of the dumb ones... Dig through the ocean and burn through the crow's nest, eat clams in the back of my Dracula boat. <laughs> Jesus Christ. My boat Dracula boat. <laughs> Hi. <sighs> it's me, Cleveland Mosher. Cleveland's back. Cleveland's recovered from from the COVID-19. I did it. I'm, I'm alive. I live. I'm he's, healthy. He's risen from the dead. Much like Boat Dracula. That's right. A lot's happened. I've... Do you feel like you have any long-term effects from COVID? Any maybe super senses? Powers? No, not really. I feel I feel pretty good. Um, you know, I uh, went to Comic-Con. That was fun. Yeah. Um, where I definitely got COVID. Uh, and yeah. Yeah. You missed a couple of movies. I missed a couple of movies. One uh, good and you can, one bad. You can talk to me about it later. Meg to be, I will. <laughs> be I will. Good job. Uh, and uh, yeah, no, I, I'm not uh, radioactive. Radioactive. I'm not. Um, You're not Imagine Dragons. Thank God. Tonight. We didn't have to imagine dragons. We saw the dragon. We saw we saw them himself. on the big screen. The Dracul. We saw the we saw boat Dracula tonight. We saw um, boat Dracula on the Dracula boat. On the dragon. Uh, uh, what what's the name of this movie? Uh, the oh. The- <laughs> 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 we've, been, we've been calling it Boat Dracula. <laughs> the last voyage of the Demeter. Let's settle last voyage this of the Demeter. on the podcast. Is it Boat Dracula or Dracula Boat? It's Boat Dracula. It's Dracula Boat. It's Boat Dracula. It's boat Dracula. Either one. Dracula Boat. <laughs> it's Dracula Boat. You can say either one. It's fine. No, you can't because they have different meanings. Yeah. yeah the movie the first, is the not first about word... the Dracula. It's about the boat. No. Yes, it's the last voyage of the Demeter. It's not the last voyage of Dracula. No, it's about Boat hey, Dracula. In some territories, they actually changed the name of this movie in the last minute no. to Dracula colon the, boat? The, vo- the last voyage of the Demeter. Oh. Because they were worried people wouldn't realize it was a Dracula movie. That's fair. Really? So, that's, that's crazy. That's truly Boat Dracula. Right That's there. crazy that they thought people wouldn't know it was Dracula because no, the trailers... it's Dracula, the last word of the meter. It's Dracula Boat. It's literally, that's the order in the title that you just told me. Like, that's, you just said Dracula, the last voyage of the boat, okay? It's Dracula Boat. All right, it's either Boat one Dracula. Works. Boat Dracula is better. I agree, but they both work. All right? It's fine. See, I think Dracula the perfect both. middle ground to be a centrist... A radical centrist, even dare I say, is uh, I, I dare wish you wouldn't to be uh, to to go with boat Dracula boat, yeah, because it is about the boat, but it's boat but it's Dracula's boat, but it's boat. boat Dracula's boat, yeah, yeah exactly. What is no, the difference between regular Dracula and boat Dracula? He's on a boat. He's on a boat, Cleveland. Okay. You Don't fucking be idiot. <laughs> you fucking buffoon. How could you ask such a fucking... How could I? You're how could right. you ask such a fucking stupid question? Maybe the COVID made me stupid. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Don't know the difference between Dracula and boat Dracula. <laughs> fucking come Sheesh. on, man. Sheesh. 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 Okay, can, we, can we talk about 
Yeah, we let, we'll talk about Boat Dracula. Let's talk about the boat. Let's talk about the Dracula. We'll talk about Boat Dracula. Boat Dracula <laughs> is uh, directed by Andre Overdahl. Who, while while Cleveland was in the bathroom, I think Ben <laughs> described in uh, the the perfect terms of the was it the master of airplane horror? Yeah. Oh, that is mean and not inaccurate. <laughs> I, you know, maybe it is a little bit mean, but like I do think it's really true. Like you said, it's like he makes a, he makes a lot of horror movies that are like really good. If you're watching them on an airplane, yeah, and then you'll forget and then you'll, about for, and then you'll completely forget about land. it. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, I, you know, aside from Troll Hunter, that's the one yo, that yo, yo, that, yeah. that kicked him off. Respect to Troll Hunter. Troll, Troll Hunter is great. Troll Hunter is great. Banger film, love it. Still but, love it. I watched um, it again recently. Holds up. We, yeah, we. This is not the first time we've talked about an Andre Overdahl film. He did the the scary stories to tell in the dark movie that came out a few years ago, um, which. We did an episode on. We did an episode on, and it was fine, and I don't remember very much of it at all. I remember the weird-looking monster, dude. Yeah. The chubby, bloated one. Well, yeah, but that's from the book. That's the same as the illustration like in the book. I like that design. Oh, I do, too. Cool. Yeah. I want him to be my buddy. No, I like. I liked that movie, and I don't remember it. In, in their mouth? That's what they do, is they put it... They put I mean, yeah, in a very consensual way. Yeah. Get swamped by is the man-man. That should be assumed. <laughs> yeah. Um, he also did um, The Autopsy of Jane Doe, which you and I both watched recently. Yeah, ben. I just recently watched it earlier this week. I, I watched it a couple of weeks ago. It was pretty clever and creative in terms of concept. It gets a little generic jump scary in the middle, but I thought the beginning and the end were both great. Yeah. And uh, it and stars Brian Cox, who... Also great. Master. And similarly, I saw it a few weeks ago, and I for, I remember less and less about it by the day. <laughs> um, so, you know, I think it's not to, to rag on, on Andre. Yeah, let's not be too um, No, because I think, I think we need movies like this. I think we need filmmakers like this. I think we need the types of, uh, you know, sort of mid-budget B-horror you might yeah, say you were you were saying in the car you, we should normalize mids. And yeah, I we think should. You yeah, were well, right. <laughs> so you would say that this is the last voyage of the Demeter. Yeah, yes. yeah, the last and voyage of the Demeter. Yeah, your absolutely. Expectations were mediocre. You would say that it demet them. De- yes. It the last voyage of the Demeter is your expectations. Correct. Okay. It absolutely did Good do right. that. I like I, I was, like I was out. saying, like I, <laughs> I, I was hoping for more, but I got exactly what I was expecting, <laughs> which is a fine movie with some good actors and some good sequences. That's a little bit too long and a little bit too boring at times. Yeah. That I won't remember a thing about a year from now. What what if instead of Master and Commander, they call it Master and Familiar? Oh, and I see. It's a Dracula movie. What yeah. about what about Dracula and Commander? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a movie I'd watch. What's the sequel um, called? There was like a colon. Something. Oh, the subtitle, it's Mastering Commander... The Far Side of the, the World. The Far Side of the World, yeah. I know that, because it's a very good movie, and I've I've read... It is a very good movie. I've read several of the books it's based on by Patrick O'Brien. They're very good. 
I'm a ship nerd. The far side of the world. London, England. <laughs> no, it's the Galapagos, you, you bingus. No, uh, We're talking we're about talking boat about Dracula in Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, yeah, we don't go to the Galapagos in this one, that's true. They're just going, they're just going from Romania to England, the far <laughs> side of the world. <laughs> you made a joke. Uh, what about the master and familiar, right? Dracula, notoriously, has a familiar that he takes with him on the boat. No, he does not. He Renfield. doesn't. He doesn't take Renfield on the boat with him. Renfield is awaiting him in London. Renfield is is managing. Oh, is, is that only the Renfield? Pilagosa, yeah, Pilagosa Renfield is the one who sends Harker off to Transylvania to meet Dracula, and Renfield arranges for Dracula's passage back to England. He, but he's mm. he's in England the whole time. Okay, so it's only the Bela Lugosi one where he goes on the ship. Yes. Now, the reason I mention that is because my favorite shot in the Bela Lugosi one is when the ghost ship comes up to port and no one's there until they open uh, the, the hatch below decks and we see Renfield at the bottom of the stairs smiling up at them. And it's such a fucking creepy shot. And I was kind of excited maybe that there would be a Renfield in this movie. Unlike the other Renfield movie we saw recently, and uh, you know, but I speaking guess, of, I guess speaking of movies accurate. that I've completely forgot, yeah, <laughs> that didn't come out this year, did it? It did. Oh, no, we saw, dude, we saw that less than three months ago, homie. No, I can't believe that. That's wild. I think to that me. movie came out in April, <laughs> I, dude. I've had several friends who have seen it and loved it, and it's killing. Yeah, me. same. I don't get it. Right. I don't understand it. Okay, so you too. Like, yeah. yeah. yeah no, like, I've heard other people like, oh, I love Renfield. I thought it was great. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I, <laughs> Standards are low these days. I just, I feel like we watch different movies. Yeah. Um, like, I can, I mean, I, li- I love a dumb, shitty movie that's, like, not, quote, good, but I don't know, like, Renfield. I found yeah, but really I don't annoying. like annoying movies. Right! Like, <laughs> anyway, we did a yeah. whole episode on Renfield. Yeah. We're talking about Boat Dracula. We are. Um, yeah, well, this is based off of, uh, I, I will this... check myself, something that I said earlier in the year that I was wrong on. I thought that this was based off of, like, a whole book, but it's based specifically off of one chapter in, in Bram, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Dracula. Yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's the, a chapter the that's just the, the log. Captain's the log. Captain's log. Yeah. I, I thought it was cool that it ended on that credit. I, I didn't really like how it gave us the open air, and it was like, it, on this date, this ship disappeared, the crew, blah, blah. And then this story is based on yeah, it this said, from Bram Stoker's thing. It's like, well, I, I was just getting into the movie. Don't tell me it's a book. You know, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is where you bring the audience into the story. I thought that was weird, and, too. It's like, a weird time. Not, but that's, it's such a, it's a really tiny thing, you know? Like, it's not yeah. a big deal. There's way bigger ones. Um, but past that, I did really like how they show, they start with the Demeter crashed. Yeah. yeah. And assumedly everyone's dead. There's a guy to the side who's like, oh my god, it's a mess in there. And I, I thought that was all fun. And then we, we, we pull up, like, into the sky, and it's all dark and windy and scary, and it says, The Last Voyage of the Demeter. And I love a movie. No, that- not just that. Before that, it does, uh, it cuts to a flash shot of uh, the camera flying into Dracula's mouth. That's Before right. it does the title, <laughs> which I thought um, was... Dracula Vore for Which I thought was a, two, a 2004 ass way to yes. start this movie. Um... More on that later. Uh, there's a lot of 2004 ass stuff well, in this movie. Good reason for that. I, I saw today apparently that this movie 
has been in in like pre-production hell for like two plus decades. <laughs> They've been trying to get this movie made for for a super no, long time. No. Many yeah. many different directors have been attached to it. They've gone through several different scripts by different writers wow. before it finally actually got into production in 2019. Jesus. Well, so I guess this was shelved for a little while. Yeah, probably it feels COVID. a little overbaked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like something oh, that yeah. would be stuck in development. Well, yeah, and I mean, I I like the idea of them turning like this one very like oh, specific section of Dracula into a full movie. Mm-hmm. You know, like both Nosferatu films have like you know just a little bit on the boat, and there are some of the more iconic parts of both of those movies. Sure. Both. Um, both of those movies, yeah, exactly. I get the Bela Lugosi one too. Like, um, I really, I love the. the so it's stuff. like, yeah. So I mean, it, it's cool. This, you know, this idea of somebody putting Dracula on a boat <laughs> set for England, and you know, when the ship gets to England, there's nobody on board. It's no completely there. No boaty on boat. boat. <laughs> Dracula. Are we even listenable anymore? I don't know. No, this is a bad podcast, but (laughs) we suck. But it has been for years. (laughs) No false expectations set. Yeah, yeah. No, we don't have to worry about. What did you guys think of the the voiceover in this movie? I liked it. I liked it because the whole point is that like it's telling the story of the captain's log. So having like entries from the captain's log being sort of like chapter markers and throughout the movie makes sense. And I it's, think. it's really well delivered too. Uh, yeah. It's... I thought the delivery was really good. The, 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 the actor who voices them has a really nice deep voice. Yes. It's yeah. Liam Cunningham yeah. playing basically his same character from game of Thrones. The exact same really. Yeah. I feel like he was cast in this role Specifically because of that, sure. And weathered, great for it. Weathered sea captain. He's, he's one of my favorite. Yeah, Davos is one of my favorite characters from the books and from the show. Yeah, and because of Cunningham, like he, and he, he's yeah, he's a, he's a good actor. He's he he he's he's cool, but also he carries himself with humility, and I, I like that. I like that about his character. His character is. Um, this no, is this movie has like an interesting cast. I yeah. think. Um, it's certainly not the problem with the film. No, 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 definitely not. I mean, most of the problem is the script, as yes. usual. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, yeah, Liam Cunningham's good. Uh, the protagonist is Corey Hawkins, who I didn't re- like recognize while watching this movie, he's but great. he was Dr. Dre in Straight Outta Compton. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was uh, he was Kwame Ture in um, Black Klansmen. You remember that oh, movie? Oh yeah, he's the main yeah, guy in Black right. in Black Klansmen. Those are the two main things that I know him from. Um, and then the girl um, yes. is uh, the lead from The Nightingale. Yep, she looked familiar. I yeah, I I didn't recognize it. until mm-hmm. I looked at until I looked it up afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. More roles for her. She is amazing. She's good. I did not particularly like enjoy, I think enjoy her was, performance in this movie, I think but I think a lot of that's on the character. I, yeah, yeah, I totally yeah. agree. Yeah, I think a lot I totally of that's agree. On the character. I think she was doing everything she could with. Yeah, I don't think it was her fault. Um, um, I, I will say, uh, to go back to the, like four points ago. Um, when it when the title comes up, I love. I do. I, I really liked how they were they were setting us up to feel like the story was doomed from the start. Um, that was cool. That dour mood hanging over the whole thing. We know, hey, we're signed up. We're buckled in. It's called The Last Voyage of the Demeter. We knew that when we bought tickets. 
cool. The movie's like, ha- like they're not going to try and give us that, ooh, will they live, will they won't. No, they're all going to fucking die on this boat. It's going to be awesome. Um, and beyond that, too, like the overarching tone, like you were talking about, Ben. Or is it arching? I always do that. Um, Whatever. Either or, a bad uh, podcast. Uh, or, yeah, yeah, you can't, <laughs> you can't fall off if you were never on, baby. But um, It the, arcs and it arches. It arcs and it arches. But, uh, you know, like with the captain reading his log, it's... It's cliche, but, like, that's what I want. It's a cool, dark ship. It's a dark and stormy ship movie, right? Like, I want to be on the ship. I want to feel like I'm there with the crew and in the environment. And the sets also do an amazing job of that. The sets are really good. This you movie really, really like the ship. yeah, this movie really scratched my uh, my nautical itch, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which is part of what I was looking for. So props to that. Yeah, I mean, the set the set is good. The ship looks great. Yeah, I, I wish yeah. I could say the same for Dracula. TCU and I have been playing a lot of Sea of Thieves lately. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm boat-brained, man. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I recognize I'm that. I'm fucking boat-brained. That's a boat. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that was another thing I was thinking about a lot is um it's been a long time since i've read the master commander books and i was really on my boat shit but i really thought that the culture of the time was you're not supposed to call it a boat you're supposed to call it a ship because a boat is like those are like the little things that hang off the sides a ship is like a ship but i i guess now i don't know wait a second wait a second should we be calling it ship dracula no no it's a boat way better it's a boat sounds way boater but also, like, the Master and Commander stuff takes place during, like, the Napoleonic Wars, right? Yeah, so was, but I, this I think is, this is like, like ship conduct, This is, though. like, turn of the century. I feel like people are way less anal about them being called boats. Yeah. I don't know. You know. I'm definitely not, like, I'm definitely not trying to speak from, like, a place of, like, deep Also, you know, like, this. it's like, it's like a, car- it's like a cargo ship, you know? Like, it's a... It's They're a, casual. It's a schooner, cash. yeah. You know, maybe, maybe like the the Royal British Navy is like, no, it's a ship. Um, but yeah, these guys, like, these uh, are call it a boat. For these now. are, maybe yeah, these are, or later we'll these are simple. Else. These are simple merchant mariners. It's a boat, mm-hmm. and there's a Dracula aboard, and there's a Dracula. Spoiler, a spoiler boat. alert! It's a boat. Um, okay, here's a question. Dracula for you. is not a boat. <laughs> What's your question? Here's a question for you guys. Um, how do y'all feel about the pretty much total lack of ambiguity or mystery from the start? I mean, I was kind of weirded out by, like, how much of Dracula they show in the trailers, especially, like, the more recent ones. Like, of course, we know what it's about, but I still feel like typically the formula is, like, you go a long time without showing the monster, right? You play it subtle, and it's like, this movie is just like, Boat so Dracula. We had a conversation How do y'all feel about, about this that? a while back, and, I, and I, I, I think this point still stands, is you can get away with that if the monster shifts and changes. And they set us up to think they're going to do that, and they do a little bit at the end, but it's not enough. I mean, the trailers show multiple times Dracula with his full-ass wings out. Yeah. So I, I only yeah. watched the trailer, like, once a while, but I think I only saw, like, the first release trailer, which didn't have as much stuff. That one it. was a little bit more subtle, but, yeah, the more recent yeah, I, ones I have just been... They straight-up have, like, the big shot at the towards the end where he's, like, standing on the back of the boat and he, like, spreads his wings really big. Oh, that's, like, that's, that's, that's a climax. That's in the trailer. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's a terrible... Mm. Yeah, I don't know why they would do that. Honestly, like... Even still, I, he looked kind of smooth. I would have been okay with more Dracula. Mm. In this movie, agree. Yes, I think this movie's kind of boring. And if you just kind of shove him in there more, 
Like, I would welcome that. Well, that was that was going to be my point exactly, is that, like, if you're going to just immediately, right off the bat, be like, boom, right Dracula. Off right off the boat, boom, Dracula, here he is. He's on the boat. You're We're off the boat, he's on the boat. Um, we're on the boat with him. Like, if you're going to do that, then yeah, way more Dracula. Yeah. Like, I think if you're going to do the, the traditional formula of like barely showing him and keeping like the monster a mystery for a lot of the movie then then you can get away with a slow burn more if the story's interesting mm-hmm. of course um i got to stop you got to stop, gotta stop. <laughs> um, it's not good it's not good content anymore but uh but yeah no i agree i was i think the ratio of boat to dracula in this movie is off it's, yeah. it's like they it's right in the middle you know, like like it, it's they're kind of not well, showing it's, throughout. It's in, it's in the middle. It's in the middle of where it should be. I think the proper boat to Dracula ratio is anywhere between fifty fifty and two to one. Two parts boat, one part Dracula. Anywhere. <laughs> Anywhere between that. But this is like three quarters boat and one quarter Dracula. And I think that's too little Dracula yeah. for this movie. Well, and you need to throw in a dash of bitters and muddle some oranges so you don't get scurvy. Exactly, yeah. You need some citrus because you're going to be at sea for a long time. But Yeah, I, I guess for me it's it's not necessarily the amount. It's it's, it's less about the quantity of, of Dracula, and it's more about the quality of Dracula. Well, it like, can it can be both. If the if the twenty five percent of Dracula is like really high quality Dracula, <laughs> then I'm more forgiving. But if it's gonna be like mid quality Dracula, then there should be more of it to balance out, right? Agree, yeah. That's sort of where I'm at. I I think I guess I just wanted more practical Dracula. Yeah, that if, too. If, look, look, look. They could he could not fly. You can take away his flight. You can take away a lot of stuff if you just you just make him a dude in a suit. Like give me give me like a weird and he and he man. is and he so, is at times bit. he is at times and those are the the absolute best moments. Yes, yeah. I agree. Like when we see his okay. face and his face is practical, like that that is great. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's like twice. Like you really get. Like that. Most of the time, it's he's a CG big. Yeah, especially in bat like flying the last, around. Yeah, and it's like, man, I'll just third. go and watch Van Helsing. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing too. I don't think the like the CG Dracula is much better in this movie than the CG Dracula in Van Helsing. Um, <laughs> Maybe you've seen Van Helsing more recently. No, than I, I haven't. Have. But I I remember rewatching it in like 2012 and thinking the CG hadn't aged very well. <laughs> like I mean, I, I don't. I was I don't, like still a kid, and I was like, oh yeah, this doesn't look that great. I don't think the CG Dracula in this looks that great. I agree, but like it's. That movie's really smooth. Yeah, I'm, I'm like probably I'm probably being hyperbolic. Yeah, I am going to pick it at some point for the podcast. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> that one's I been on, on, on my brain for a bit. Wow, well, all right. First. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. It, it doesn't look incredible, and it's a shame because everything else does. Um, yeah, well, and, and what I was excited about, too, is like, this is this is your classic, like, this isn't your Bela Lugosi Dracula. This is like your classic Nosferatu um nasty little freak dracula yeah. which is my preferred brand of dracula yeah, the, frankly yeah, the weird rat lord yeah i think that's how you i think that's how you keep dracula scary he has to be a creature right he can't 
He can't. You can't want to fuck Dracula if he's going to be scary. But see, here's the thing. Porque no los dos. You can have both. Mm, okay. Right? Like he. That's his whole deal. I guess he you can. His shape. I guess we. I guess Bram Stoker's Dracula. The is both the Francis Ford Coppola movie is both. Yeah. Yeah. Like he. That's he's true. a weird, freaky ghoul. But he can wear the skin of a man. But he's also but he's also that. he's also handsome. Mm, yeah. yeah, he can be sexy. He's also Gary Oldman. He's sexy. Yeah, he's a sexy Gary Oldman. And then, then he's rat ghoul, and it's it, yeah. you've been subverted, and that's cool and fine. And because oh, like he he doesn't just turn into a bat; he turns into like wolves. He can like you know turn into like piles of rats and shit. Like, yeah. like he is. It is not just bats; it's creatures. That's of what I really nights. liked about the Werner, the Werner Herzog Nosferatu when the ship drifts into town and it hits the dock, and just like all the rats pour out yeah, into the city. That, you just know that they're him, and yeah, and brings the plague. You know, yeah, I, that that but, shit is cool. You know, that he's he's, like, he's almost part of them. A good point about him being a weird creature, but also a weird creature that people want to fuck. For whatever reason, yeah, yeah that's the um, whole thing with uh, was uh, it Christine? What's her name? Which the chick in in the story, like the love interest, not in, yeah. not in this movie, but oh, in, in um, Dracula, um, Mina, Mina, Mina. Thank you, yeah. Yeah. thank you, Mina God, Hart you fucking steel trap over there. Um, yeah, um, yeah, like that's the whole thing. She kind of wants to fuck him. Yeah, which is why well, yeah. they really should get Steve Buscemi. <laughs> Hell to yeah. play, he's he's like a weird creature that's that, also that kind of fuckable. Yeah, really yeah. want to fuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he would be an ideal Dracula. There's there's something yeah. forbidden yeah. about those googly eyes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, indeed, I but uh, yeah, I I think I think that that's that's the allure is that you shouldn't you know like he's bad, he's evil, he's the devil, um, he's this fucked up dragon, and like. It's yeah, he can he can shift his shape. And and I think what this movie this movie really biffs it is they only they only kind of do that. Um Yeah, he really just, he really really just sprouts end, he, big wings. Yeah, but even then he's just still it's still he's a freak in a in a in a hat and a top in a top Spoilers. Hat. Whatever. I, I I actually I actually like I that. I, I like yeah. that too. I that was the that. coolest part and it's just a taste at the end. Yeah, it was like my that was like one of my favorite parts of the but, movie is that little bit at the very end. We'll we'll get to that. But we um, never really like see or get a sense of like his shifting form as much like well we do throughout the movie, but I think they really wreck it with the final confrontation when he's a big bat thing and he's flying around and they're hitting him with the mast and the music is all epic. Like, yeah, I thought like at that point it, he just feels like that thing. He doesn't feel like a shifting creature yeah. anymore. Yeah. I think they and, do a lot of like I think they do a lot of like really cool, creepy stuff with him like early on. Yes, yeah. Um, I think a lot of that stuff is really is really good when you know when he first comes out of his his dirt box and he's kind of he's kind of weak, you know, and he's sort of just like crawling around the ship. Mm-hmm. Um I like when he like lures that one guy where he's sort of like in the shadows like up under the stairs on the deck and he's kind of like crawling around like he's yeah, weak and then he like pounces on him. Yeah, that was great. Um, and it mostly oh, that cuts was really away. creepy. Yeah. So like when we do see him with the CG stuff, he's moving so fast, it's fine. Yeah. And, like that's when you expect that. So like that's that's whatever, right? Yeah, like, and I, and I liked the fog, how it kind of rolls in up the side of the ship supernaturally, mm-hmm. and yeah, he's you know, creating he more the, powerful, the fog. He yeah. creates more fog. I thought all that stuff was really cool, and uh, when he's they finally have the confrontation with him, just as a big bat monster at the end, it kind of, kind of fell flat. Yeah, he doesn't feel like a like a magical like 
mythical creature anymore. He's just a big bat. Yeah, and he's got like a health bar like any any other monster. Yeah. You know, like, you know <laughs> yeah, I mean? he does. Like, I just I feel like that's when you really should have ramped up the ever shifting, ever you know, changing ethereal demon. You know that, yeah. that he is, and he's not because he isn't just a big bat monster. You know, he's worse. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I just I feel like uh, it doesn't. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like they're. I feel like they're trying to. I feel like they're trying to kind of like simplify him in in this, yeah. you know? Because like, I I think it it could be, you know, maybe potentially like jarring and convoluted if they're just like constantly introducing like new powers that he has. Like, I understand the decision. Yeah, not yeah, that I not funny. that I disagree with you. Like I I do think it, it kind of like it's a horror movie though. It should be a showcase of rights. Yeah, you know? like, I, you know, I'm sure, and it and it mostly is. But it's just it's every one of his kills. He's just he's a, he's the same like kind of bat ghoul and um and he bites them and that's that's what he does and like like they they started to do some cool stuff with him getting into their minds but they didn't really like it's just the same yeah like, that's kind of whispering that every horror movie does. That's yeah, kind of underdeveloped. I, I think it's become almost a cliche trope at this point for people to slam their heads against doors. Yeah, possessed like, people yeah. or whatever. Yeah, to yeah. to beat their faces bloody against a wall or a door. One thing that they did that I thought was really cool that I feel like had some really interesting implications that was then never further explored is like the second or third kill where he's chasing the guy like up the rigging, like up into the mast. Yeah. And like the dude is like running away and he uh he shouts like please don't at him or something. And then like as Dracula's like climbing up the the like ropes after him it like cuts close to his face and he like mimics him like please don't and then like does a big toothy smile yeah that was and funny. i thought that was cool because like just like a scene or two before that is when we get you know like the the like anna's monologue or whatever where she's like uh, where she explains dracula um and talks about like you know he he wears the skin of a of a man when when he needs to but you know to hide the true form underneath and it's like that moment i feel like yeah he he only mimics people but he is something different you know mm-hmm. but like i like that i that that idea of him like mimicking his prey to kind of like toy with it and then abandoned yeah well there's a they play with it again when the uh, the chef. Um, there's a ship word for it. I forget what it is, but he's the chef. He's the, a, cook. the cook. Boat chef. Yeah, boat chef. Boat chef. Boat chef. Or is it oh. chef boat? Oh, ship chef. Like sous chef. But anyway, he uh, he's he's taken off on a boat. See, this is why you need the difference, right? He's on the ship, and then he takes off on a boat. On the on the lifeboat. Yeah. Yeah, and the, yeah, it's a dinghy. Yeah. Um, that's yeah, a cinema sense ding. Uh, anyway, oh, I was like, you cut that. Oh, <laughs> I felt nasty leaving my mouth. It even makes sense. Uh, anyway, he. Uh, anyway, moving on. He, uh, please. Uh, he, the cook is in the boat, and he's doing the same thing. He's like whispering the Lord's prayer to himself or something. And yeah. You hear it whispered on the wind. And this is when we reveal to the audience that he can fly. 
Oh, see, I just thought that was the same, like, whispering that, like, whispering in the brain that's been going well, on. Well, it is, but he is still mimicking him. Okay, yeah, I, they, I, that's, I that's all that, they do yeah. with it. It's a it's sort of a half-thunk thought, and I like that, because, I, 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 yeah, when, he, when he's first crawling up the rigging and he says, don't, you know, yeah. at the guy, I was thinking, oh, he's learning English, he's slowly becoming more like people. Yeah, exactly. Cool. So as the movie goes on, he'll become really like people, which... Uh, half measure they kind of do it by the very end but well really i mean i think the they i think they do more than imply that he was all he's already able to be like people because where would they find his his casket or whatever they the open cane. it up and they find his pimp cane and <laughs> like the silver wolf head as like the handle which is like it's a cool prop but like i liked it it's like for this whole for this whole point in the movie, like we've only seen this naked, feral ghoul creature, you know, crawling around on all fours and and shit, and to just like break into this like big sort of arcane looking crate that they have to open with like a series of levers and stuff that's just full of soil, I love and then that to too. dig into the soil. Well, yeah, yeah I mean that's classic Dracula lore. Yeah. Uh, I love that too. Draculore. Draculore, yes. <laughs> Um, but then to, like, dig around in the dirt and just pull out this, like, fucking, like, really elaborate, like, swagged-out cane. It, it'd be really funny if they dug a little further and there was a big fur coat in there and a, a pimp hat. Like well, I mean, at the, at, the end, at the end, he's wearing, at the end, he's wearing a top hat, yeah, so, presumably, so presumably that top hat is in the dirt in there somewhere, too. <laughs> That's great, yeah. I could have just taken that. And don't be it. So I like I like um, I like some of the that kind of silly stuff. But they give the main character that monologue where he's running around the deck, being like, "You're just a beast," and like that was the perfect moment for him to be like, "No, I can also be like a man," and him to do like a mind game thing with him and to suddenly look like a person or people yeah. or in like maybe some of the previously dead crew or something. Like, um, as opposed to, yeah, they can just be a big bat again and show up. And it's like, yeah, I get it. So they can have their, like, their little subversion right before the credits. But they were setting it up throughout the whole movie. So, like, I just, I wish they'd set it up for the climax instead. Um, I don't know. Coming out of my mouth, it feels like little gripes. But, earnestly, like, in the the movie, like, feeling it out, like, I was just super underwhelmed by that big fight at the end. Yeah, it was was so, and I think, I think Bear McCreary also did the score, by the way. Well. he just he went he went back to his usual like epic film shtick and uh, for that fight and it just it feels so generic with yeah. like the big like the score was oh it's an epic fight with a big bat and, the like, score the was totally the score was like, totally forgettable but you know you know why that a big part of the reason that the climax like fell really oh, flat like for me too. Is because we we know how it ends. We at the very yeah. beginning, the first thing we see in the movie is the ship wrecked, you know, on the coast with nobody on board. Like we know that whatever their plan is, it doesn't work. And surprise, it doesn't work. Yeah. The only real sort of subversion, and I, I mean, I guess spoilers or whatever. We're jumping all over the place, but <laughs> like, is that is that um, the main character survives? You know, there's he's the one survivor of the Demeter, other than Dracula. Yes. Um, so, so it's like, yeah, the the confrontation with Dracula is kind of like, well, we know where this is going. Yeah. Like, we know That's, we know the outcome. Yeah, and like even from the start, like you know, while we we don't see the interior of the ship, 
you know, the guy runs out and he's like, oh, it's a mess in there. But like, yeah. you don't actually see what it looks like. Like, someone could be hiding in there. Like, there's, there, that's what I thought throughout the movie. It's like, okay, well, the little boy is going to survive, surely. You know. Like the, the, <laughs> nope, they said, fuck that kid. Fuck that kid. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I kind of appreciate because yeah, I don't sure. feel like, I don't feel like you see, you see the horror movies where they're like, gung-ho to fucking kill the kid. I think, I'm of, t- see, in, I'm of two in, minds on in a, in a really over-the-top and cartoonish way yes. as well. And the, I, I'm of two minds on that. I think, and, and I, I think both of these perspectives are, are, are valid, right? Like, there's the, oh, it's, it's cowards, they're most, they're cowards, they don't kill the kid often enough, and then also it's cheap to kill the kid. Like, and... I don't, I don't think it's cheap, because I think it's so, I think it's something that is so underdone or at least if it happens it happens off screen like i i don't think yeah, this that movie went I, all in. I don't think it's cheap i think i think it's great in this in this movie yeah, yeah I, think I mean i think it's i think it's, it's really only, over the top it's yeah. only cheap if you're trying to use it to force an emotional reaction which they are which they are so i guess in that sense it's kind of cheap but it did get an emotional reaction out of me but i think the opposite of the one they yes, were going for yeah. because it's so goofy that it made me laugh out here's, loud here's the yeah thing. it's funny when he's in the quarters and nosferatu like grabs him by the back of the neck and picks him up yeah wasted that's great. I thought that was good. Yeah, that was and, earnestly like terrifying. It's like, oh shit, they're going for it. And, yeah, oh, man, and bites him kid. and like basically like, like sucks him dry. Like, real, like, like yeah, well, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's on you, dog. <laughs> the, the worst... Get your mind, get your brain out of the fucking gutter. <laughs> you fucking degenerate. <laughs> Talking about Dracula sucking off a little boy. <laughs> Come on, man. Can't. But, you can't talk. You can't say that. Yeah. Yikes. Um. But he. Uh, that's what I'm saying. You can't say that. But uh, he. Uh, <laughs> I didn't say shit. I didn't say shit. It's what I'm recording. All right. Anyway. The. The. Uh, um. I think that part was really spooky and, and I great. did too, yeah. And yeah. Uh, if, they'd left, if they'd left it at that, I would have been like, oh, wow, nice. Yeah, yeah they should have just had him suck him dry and leave it alone. But instead, like, they have to do, like, the double death thing. <sighs> yeah. And, and honestly, that could have worked if it had been well done. If it wasn't funny. <laughs> if it wasn't yeah. funny as hell. And it really, because, like, honestly, like, they had me. They had, they, they had us, right? Yeah. yeah. Like we, yeah, we were all like, "Oh fuck," you know, like when it, when he picks him up, it, it's it's great. Um, and uh, and the kid is like, there are a few moments where you can tell like he's ADR'd or whatever. But sure. like, honestly, that kid was adorable. Yeah, I thought sure. he did a great job. I thought, um, and again, for like when I first saw the child, I was like, "Oh god, they're doing this," and I was immediately won over by him. I thought he was delightful, and again, child actors—that's that's a really hard line to walk. We talk about it all the time. Yeah, here I thought they did a great job with it. They they fucking nailed it when Dracula picks him up, and then we think he's dead. They're doing like the blood transfusion stuff, and they're like, "Oh, they don't know," and I thought that was okay. And then they've got his little body like in a in a in a uh, like a, a sack, and they're about to. They, they've him sewn him, him yeah. They've sewn him up in sailcloth, and they're about to dump him overboard. Yeah, because yeah. he's a member of the crew, and like that's it's all sweet and touching. And again, um, fucking uh, what's his name? Uh, Stavro. Stav. Stav. <laughs> <laughs> what's the actor's name? Uh, Liam Cunningham. Yeah, Liam Cunningham, who plays Davos <laughs> in Game of Thrones. <laughs> in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Not 
Not, not Stavros. Not Stavros. Um, but anyway, uh, Cunningham is like giving giving it his all, you know, in that scene. Like, oh, my, my grandson. Yeah. That's his grandson. Yeah. And uh, he's, you really feel it. Uh, he's, he's doing an amazing job showing like this, this loss of a child. And he says, wait, I think I saw him move. And he runs over and he, he rips open the sailcloth. And the child looks like a very silly ghoul um, underneath. He's got like yeah. the contacts. And they do the thing well, yeah, where I mean, like, he's just, a he's just like when his eyes open yeah. and the camera punches in like cartoonishly. And then he, he comes up and he immediately combusts, which we haven't talked about yet. But the fire looks bad. <laughs> and, and he grabs him and he starts screaming and it's like CG fire everywhere and it looks awful. And he sets Liam Cunningham on fire a little bit. Yeah, they pull Liam Cunningham away and then they dump him in the water and he goes, ah, and he falls in. And we get like a nice slow shot of like the charred corpse of this child like slowly sinking. And rotating into the, and yeah, into the Into the depths. It's so corny. It's so funny. And it was like, dude, you have at us like, yeah it was like earnestly like we were all moved by his death it was awesome and then you just do this cartoon shit with it and and it's it's particularly jarring because like though though like the 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 rest of the movie didn't like necessarily have me on the edge of my seat or anything huh. like it it is like se- it's like serious enough that like you know i'm still in it right like no, there's nothing yeah. that's like there's nothing that's been like so tonally jarring that it like jerks me out of it until that moment. Yeah. Even when like the other guy who is like becoming a vampire who they tie to the mask, like the first guy who sets who gets caught on fire, like yeah, the fire looks kind of bad, but like like him like burning to a crisp is like it's kind of it's kind of good, you, you know. Like you know, I kind I kind of like the way that like. The effect aside, like I kind of like the way that scene is like approached. I like, think the fire looks bad, but him being crispy looks pretty good. Yeah, and but you know what I didn't like is that the audio didn't really match up for me because like he's basically a skeletonized, like charred mess, and he's still screaming like just like a man. And like I've seen oh, other movies do it where like a person gets burned alive and you start to hear their voice go. Yeah, you know, as their lungs like fucking melt, and there it just it felt really. Uh, but he's not a. But yeah. he's not a man. He's a. He's a. He's a vampire. Yeah, he's a vampire. He's I a vampire. Like, you know, it, just, it felt kind of like you know they just kind of had him scream in the studio, and it, it didn't. It didn't like. It just it felt um, too clean, I guess. Yeah. Uh, like and that's fine. That's again minor shit. But, again, like that was the fire that, looks so bad. That wasn't taking me out of it. But then when the the kid is just like, oh my god, dude, this is so like when he pops his eyes open and sits up and bursts into flame, like that that is funny. It, it is a, you know what laugh out loud it's, funny. It's like all you have to do is just go back to like what they used to do and and just have them char. Just, just remove. Like, seriously, just go go into the After Effects file, or do it, and remove the flame effects, and I bet it looks fine. Or do it, bl- or do it Blade style, where they just, just turn into a CG skeleton. Where they explode. Yeah, they turn into a CG skeleton and explode. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, yeah. Picking a lane, right? Like, lean in. Yeah. Do, do the crate. Like, yeah, they turn into a CG skeleton and explode, or like they char and it's yeah, like just, it's just a makeup display. I mean, I think if the fire was done better, like, I think that, I think that can be, like, really impactful. Sure. 
because like there's there's something you know there's that's so like destructive about like the fire itself you know like i think it like like fucking something like uh like near dark near dark is a great example because like when they're like out in the sun like they're smoking and blacking and then they fucking catch on fire and then they also do explode but (laughs) but, (laughs) you know what though they they catch on fire and they explode and it's still cool yeah yeah i will say it's cool but it's it's also it also feels like painful it feels destructive and you know and the fire effects a real fire that's composite. Yeah. And it's We did we did talk about that in the Near Dark bad, episode. But at least it's real, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean it's it's only it only looks shitty when like it's composite. Sometimes they they just actually like set Yeah, they have like a dummy fire or whatever, yeah. and it always looks great. Um when it's that. But like yeah, but even when it's like bad and near dark and it's composited, at least it's composite. At least it's like it's like real flames. But like these are like computer yeah. rendered, rendered uh, yeah of course from from top to bottom and it's like i, I just wish they'd composite it. it or again just don't do it like just have them char it, it would look cool like just yeah smoke. like it, it, um too much too much makeup effect <coughs> for that because if you have them char then you have to do various stages of makeup this is one of those movies where like the cg stuff feels like cost cutting shit to me um yeah but it's also gonna date the movie pretty badly true 100%. true 100%. Not that people will remember this. Not that anybody's gonna. I mean, six months from now. I mean, yeah, alone, come on, like nobody's nobody's talking about scary stories to tell in the dark anymore. You know. Yup. And I Troll think, Hunter, though. Troll Hunter. Some people still talking about that. It's bigger. Um, you know, I have another gripe, um, and that is with the uh, some of the uh, sequencing and blocking of shots in this film. There are a few times where it is just outright messy. And you can't tell where people are going or what's what's happening. Um, the worst one, there's a few like action sequences where like someone grabs for something, but you can't really tell what they're grabbing for, and like or someone gets shot off screen, but only just like and it's 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 just kind of awkward, and you clearly tell they were like, they were like shooting around something. Um, but the worst one to me was at the very end when our main character and the G- Romani girl. Mm-hmm. Is uh, on the, they're on the the, what's the word for it? Scrubbage. What's it called when there's like floating jetsam, flotsam, and jetsam? Yeah, there's like bits of the boat. I actually learned the difference between those two recently. What oh, do you tell? Yeah, yeah. Fl- flotsam is the detritus from a shipwreck. Jetsam is anything that is intentionally thrown overboard. No shit. Yeah. So in this Float, case, it's it's floating. Or it's, or, or, it's, or it's jettisoned. Jettisoned. Ah, yeah. oh, I like that. That's cool. So in this case, what you're referring to is the flotsam. Wow. Careful, you're bringing too much quality to this podcast. This is a learned show. Yeah. Remember, you can't fall off if you're on. <laughs> I take it you back. Can. If you're on, you can't fall off. You know what I mean? I take this back. This is a good podcast. This is a yeah, good podcast. Good podcast. Good. And it's always been a good podcast. Yeah, yeah. Since the beginning. We've never fallen off. Never. Yeah. Impossible. Um, anyway, fuck, what, what, oh, right, so they're, they're both Bad on blocking the or cutting or whatever. Flotsam. Yeah. So it's floating, and it wasn't jettisoned. Um, they're on the flotsam, and, uh, she's on one side, he's on the other. It looks like they're both on, like, the same piece, you know, of, like... Of, oh, like, yes. Yeah, and, and she does the whole, like, she opens her eyes, and we can see, oh, she's also been, uh, she's been corrupted, she's been bit, so she's gonna combust when the sun rises, it's, it's dawn, it's just about to happen. And she has the whole love me, let me go thing. 
and she kind of starts swimming. And you're like, what is she? like?" But she's holding onto the raft. She starts like swimming with one arm. And then it cuts to him, and then it cuts to her face. And her part has broken it's off. broken off? <laughs> yeah, I thought that was, I thought that was a little really lucky, too. It's really weirdly blocked. It is, like, yeah. confusing. It's confusing. Like, there isn't a shot where they both separate. Like, no. it's just, you see her, you see him, and then suddenly they're apart from each other. And it's like, and the, it's the, cut the, like the, a comedy And that, like, the, 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 like, pieces of wreckage that they've been holding on to are two separate pieces. Yeah, but they Which there is no... Yeah, it's like, you cannot tell that that is a thing, like, at all yeah. when we get that first shot of them, like, floating you out there. Yeah, it reminded me of? It reminds me of, like, the comedy bit where you have two guys shooting at each other and, like, one's coming up over the side and shooting and the other one's coming up over the side and shooting. They're all close-up shots and it's really intense and dramatic. And then the camera pulls back and you see they're four feet away from each other. Yeah. Like, it felt like that. <laughs> like, it was funny. And, it, again, just another thing that kind of ruined the moment. Yeah, it was weird. Um... But there's a few times where I was just like, I don't know, I've been, I've been reading a lot of books about, um, uh, like, framing and sequencing lately, and it's just like, I don't it just it just seems like a weird... It's a little awkward. Yeah, it's like a really yeah. awkward thing. I, I will say, too, like, it doesn't help that the cinematography in this movie isn't great. It's, it's a very dark movie. Yeah. And, you well, know, honestly, then. with the... The subject matter, of course, it's going to be dark. Most of it's set at night, etc. About Dracula, but it and gets whatnot. a little hard to see at times. Yeah, um, which makes things especially difficult when you don't have clear blocking. Yeah, to compound. Yeah, another another good example of of what you're talking about that I kind of noticed is like later on in the movie where they like. They like nail the um, the like cargo gate closed or whatever, so like Dracula can't get out that way. And it's like they have it covered up, and it's like you hear cargo like hatches. yeah, the cargo hatch, like the big one. Um, it's like you hear like Dracula banging on it, and like it's kind of shaking, and then it cuts to a wide shot of Dracula just like scuttling across it. And it's like, when did he break out of it? He's Why? just out there all yes. of a sudden. Yeah. And it's just like that's not so much what blocking. It's just like that's a weird cut. Like there needed to be. It feels like there's a shot missing there, so, like a hole in the side yeah. of the or something, or like something. Like it's yeah, I agree. There's a lot of. There's a lot of that where it's like he just falls back into shadows at times, but then it seems like he is impeded by physical things, and like it's never yeah. What really, are the rules? What are the rules, man? What are the rules? I, I think I think it's just in horror, it's way better if you generally uh, give people the rug, set them up the scene, then pull it out from under them. But here it's like I never really felt like for some of these sequences because either bad blocking or like not knowing the rules or whatever like. I never really felt, like, grounded enough to feel like yeah. I could be swept off my feet. Well, and, like, Anna's little monologue or whatever where she, like, explains Dracula. Like, she explains Dracula, but Way she doesn't really... But also, she doesn't really explain Dracula. You know? Like, she has this, like, little monologue about how, oh, in her village there's a castle and there's a Dracula who lives there and he controls the village and now he's uh and he can sometimes look like a man but then at night he drinks the blood of the innocent and then like 
she says like the, uh, the the same couple of things like a couple of times, but like doesn't actually explain like the the, the Dracula rules, you know? Yeah. Well, and that's okay. I, I I don't I don't really want those rules to be set up through exposition. I want them to be set up through action. Well, I just you want know? them to be set up somehow. <laughs> yeah. The, any, you know, because like I'm like I Dracula is Dracula is enough part of a part of like you know, popular horror culture that, like, most people know the Dracula rules, but every incarnation of Dracula generally picks and chooses the the Dracula rules to suit its purpose, you know? Yes. Like, there's never a Dracula that has, like, all of the Dracula rules. So, like, I do think there needs to be, Even like... Twilight, like, makes its rules clear. There needs to be, like, some kind of... So it's like, what... We know this is Dracula, but which what which kind? rule? But what kind? Yeah, and and you know that's another thing too. Is there's a moment where the captain holds the fucking cross up to him and he says, you know, like I reject you, yeah, and all that stuff, and he just goes right past that cross and just bites his neck. Yeah, cross, fucking he doesn't give a shit about about yeah. Christ. Okay, okay, so here's the problem with Which that. is fine, because I've always kind of thought that, like, Dracula not being able to look at a cross is, like, a kind of kind of dumb... But he's, like, a product of Satan, right? Like, isn't that the whole deal? Like, yeah, we, we just... Yeah, you just accept that, right? I don't like, know. I, I, prefer, I generally prefer the more sort of, like, ambiguous-style uh, Dracula where, like... He's just evil. Not as, like, Christian evil. Well, yeah. A Dracula where, like, Christianity doesn't necessarily have to be true in order for his character to exist, you know? Because Dracula being, like, vampires being, like, unable to look at the sign of the cross implies the, like, existence of not only God, but the Christian God, you know? And I think that, like... The vampire, the, like, the true vampire, like, legend and mythos is, like, older than that, right? You know, mm. I, that's that's more of the, the the vampire that I prefer. Yeah, that Vlad the Impaler shit. Yeah, I like, I, I like, I like a Dracula who does not flinch at the cross, you know? I, I can okay. appreciate that. I'm into that. I think, I think the real issue to me is that they have a scientist as the main character, and he doesn't really, like... He has a he has he has a crisis of science faith, and I don't yeah. feel like it gets resolved. No, like, well, yeah, because he, he he has this monologue where he's like, "Yeah, you're still just a beast. There are rules. It's like you want you want everyone to think you're a god, but you're actually just like you're you're a creature, just like everybody else. Yeah, yeah, but he doesn't do anything with that. No, like, and that should be his magic sword. Like, that's he's figured it out. Like that that's yeah. the moment he has this epiphany. He can use it to slay the creature. Or at least he thinks he slays the creature because it's a horror movie. Right? He hits he hits the creature with an axe a couple of times and it goes. It doesn't like it, but it doesn't like bullets either. But yeah, like, you know, it's just, but it, it won't kill it. We all, but what about a stake? But here's the thing: they hit it with a giant mast at the end, which is just really is like stake. the biggest stake of all if that, you think yeah, about it. Eat. So like, okay, well, what are the rules? We don't know. But really I mean, care. he's not impaled by the mast. It's he's just kind of, just kind of. Well, it kind of pins him to the other mast yeah. until the ship washes ashore, and then it unpins him immediately, and he goes and flies off. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty accurate. Re there. Yeah, yeah. He um, does. He does a few of those. Oh, things I did like. Okay. Yeah. Sure. 
There are a number of things I liked in this movie, two uh, of which we've talked epiphany, about. It's, it was dumb, but I liked it. And that was the epiphany that he hasn't been running from us. He's, He's been, been rationing. rationing us. I thought that was cool, yeah. because they're also rationing yeah. their food. That works nicely. That's and a, also, that was a good thing. That and like, cool. it makes like sense. That. It's like, if he kills them all, if he kills too many so they can't sail a ship, how is he... And how is he going to get to England? Yeah. He still needs them to sail the ship to get to get him to England, yeah. right? He's he's playing mind he's playing mind games with them. He's playing four D chess. Yeah, and I love that. I think that's he's silly. Four D chess. And with the crew. I I like it. Yeah, that was great. I thought that was cool. Uh, yeah, I just think that they could have done more with the madness at sea stuff with the people who have been bit. Yeah, like when when that first guy gets bit and he like gets up with he's got like the the vampire eyes. I thought he was gonna be like like Dracula's familiar now, right? You know, I thought he was like, oh, he's gonna yeah. he's gonna bring him people to feast on or whatever. But it's like, nah, he's just another vampire. The world is a vampire. <laughs> to drain. To suck, yeah. Mm-hmm. Such a fucking weird needle drop for this tra- for the trailer for this movie. <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah, the world is it's a, a vampire. vampire. It's like they, there's literally no other reason to use that song except for that line. Mm-hmm. And it's like the world isn't really a vampire. Dude, Dracula. There were like is. three trailers for this movie in a row that used like a song slowed down in bits. I am so ready for this trend of movie trailers taking tiny pieces of a song and stringing them along. For oh, horror. yeah, man, that's my like, thing Like, for the Five minute. Nights at Freddy's movie does it with the the um, the Carnival song that everyone knows. It's not Pop Goes the Weasel, but it's something like that, right? Where it's like, it goes like, there's a there's a scary shot of, uh, of a doll, and it goes, da-dun, da-dun. And then, you know, like someone, like a, a rat scurries across the floor, and a door closes, and it goes... Da, 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 dum. And then that suddenly there's a music box and it goes, bah, 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 bah. you know, like, like that kind of shit. I, yeah. I'm so fucking tired. The Exorcist movie trailer is doing it now where it goes, da, 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 da. and then, you know, like the, the demon, you know, like it shows some shots of the demon children or whatever. It goes, da, 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 da. And then, and then it, it plays, goes, like, like, I hate it. I and then it, it plays the whole thing as soon as it shows Ellen Burstyn. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I hate it. I, I'm, I'm so I, over it. They can they can stop doing that anytime, please. It's not scary. It's 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 cheap, and it's not working. Bro, I saw someone complain on Twitter about how bad trailers ten years ago used to be, and I feel like the exact opposite. I feel like trailers are so homogenized nowadays, yeah. and they really have no character. Yes, I want I want that voiceover guy to get. His bread. We're Dracula's on a boat. <laughs> you know, I think it's one of those things where it's like every every era trailers are always all the same, and everyone's sick of them. But then they look back ten years later and be like, "Man, I remember when trailers used to be good." It's just, I mean, yeah. well, it's just the, the the style of the time, right? Yeah, yeah. But I do agree. Like, man, it's pastiche. Trailers are so many trailers are so fucking annoying. Yeah. There was also the trend of just taking a regular pop song and making it sound sad. Yeah, that was well, I mean, they, yeah, they're ago. still, uh, they're still doing that. I mean, yeah. fucking, we're just talking about the trailer for this movie. Yeah, well, this one I think falls more into like the where they just cut it up into bits. 
Well, I, but they they like strip out the backing part, and they like just have the vocals, and they like it's slow the it down song. to make it seem. I mean, it is the original song, but yeah. it is they have stems of the original song, and right. they're and they're editing it to make it fit the tone of the trailer better. They're not just playing bullet with butterfly wings like over the trailer. Of course they would. I'm gonna play it over at the end of this at the end of this episode. That's yeah, for damn sure. Um The world is a vampire. The world is a vampire. Sent to drain the boy. I man, it's such a weird choice. I mean I guess it kind of fits because like the main character is like his motivation is that he wants to understand how the world works. Oh, I like that. But the world is a vampire. Oh, God. Because <laughs> it's because... Oh. Because it's... Send her to brain. Yeah, and, well, I mean, because he's a black doctor yep. at the turn of the 20th century, so you know I wish? the world is a vampire. I kind of wish they'd leaned into that a little bit more. Fuck it. At this point, why not? And they reveal that, like, he was, uh, like, his, uh, his parents were, like, in the Dutch slave trade, and they took on the moniker of Van Helsing. Oh. <laughs> and have him be, well, I mean, yeah, I guess because he, he does become the he vampire. He the movie in London swearing he's gonna hunt down hunt Dracula. Down Dracula. He's Van Helsing. Just fucking say it. Like. Yeah, I guess so. Because he's cool. And he's great. I thought he killed it. Like, I thought, I thought. Yeah, he did he's a great good. Job. He's good. Like, that's not the problem. And you know what? If they learn some of the lessons from this movie, fine. Let's see him do it. Let's see him hunt down Dracula. Because I thought him, like, like they took the beast version and they swagged him out with the cane and the top hat. That was hilarious and rad. I, don't I liked, I did, that. I did like that part. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's talk a little bit about that and then we can wrap this shit Sounds up. Great. But like, yeah, I, I like that, you know, after, after we see that he escaped, you know, we cut to some time later. Oh, it's worth setting up too that throughout the story, they, they have this knocking thing. I like that. I like that idea. Where oh like, yeah. I did think that was cool to too. Across the ship, they knock. They um, knock and it echoes down the body of yeah. the ship. There are a few times where they kind of break that rule, like when the guy's like smashing his head into the door. It's like, well, why don't they all hear that if they're doing the knocking? True, yeah. <laughs> but whatever. Anyway, the the uh, yeah, so they do this like do do, like they're always knocking to each other and echoes across the ship. It's like, ooh, ooh, and there are a couple of times where like Dracula lures people by doing knocking. that, by which like is cool. knocking, yeah. which is cool because yeah, again, he's like that, like the mimicking their behavior and yeah. stuff. Like those, those are little things that I like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so right, so we see then our protagonist, Clemens, in London at the end, and we saw earlier that they, like, looked at the manifest for all of these crates of dirt or whatever, see where they're being shipped to, and it's, like, some, some like, old abbey somewhere in, in England, so he's like, you know, we've had the captain's voiceover this whole time, but at the end we get Clemens' voiceover, and he's like, oh, I know where he, I know where he nests, and we, like, see him in a pub, like, asking how to get to, like, the Abbey and, like, the bartender's like, Well, don't you think you should go in the morning and show after dark and whatnot? <laughs> and he's like, he's like, you're right, ma'am, I think I will wait go to go into the morning. And is just then, like, sitting there and he, like, hears a knocking. 
and he like looks around yeah the same that that knocking and we see like a figure sitting in like a chair in the corner like banging on the floor in rhythm with the cane that we saw with the pimp cane yeah we get like a little like impression of like his face under like the uh, with like if he's got a big coat and a top hat and i i like nasty teeth and silhouette yeah no i thought i thought it was cool and i like i like too that like he like turns and looks and he's gone and then we see like the ha- the hand pass across Rush. the back of his well, neck he, as yeah, he's and leaving. Yeah, it brushes that same place where he scratched him earlier. Yeah. I thought that was good. Yeah, the hand brushing across the back of yeah. his neck as he's leaving and then the movie ends with him going out into the into the Swearing old... to hunt down Dracula. And seeing him walking off into the mist at the end of the street yeah, with his top hat and his cane. Yeah. I thought that was like... It's, it's, it's goofy, but I thought it was fun. I yeah, liked it. Yeah. Yeah, wild. Like, like, for a movie that, for the most part, like, didn't didn't really like reach those highs like it ends fine like I, yeah surprisingly yeah. surprise like the climax was kind of lame but like the little little epilogue there at the end yeah, i thought was up. was was yeah. really nice a nice little a nice little way to to cap off a, a an otherwise kind of meh movie agreed very mid well why don't we cap off this mid podcast yeah um yeah man this was fine uh three and a half out of five like perfectly serviceable watch <laughs> like i wasn't bored but... i mean yeah this to did me you, did you fall asleep no i had some sinus stuff from italian food <laughs> okay because uh, there was one part during the movie where it was yeah i quiet, got and i heard you go like <sighs> like that and you're breathing like it sounded like yeah. you fall into like i thought that was you them. i thought no. you fell asleep no no no. I thought, no it was ben and i i, I nudged him be like, no. like you know don't fall asleep <laughs> yeah it was all that dairy it fucked up my my sign from our big from our big Carabas dinner beforehand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we kind of went ham. Because yeah. um, well, yeah, before we went to the movie, I said I want to sit down somewhere mediocre, and, and we, we sure did. did. We sure yeah. did. Yeah. And, and Ben and I both left our, our debit cards. Yeah, to go back tomorrow. <laughs> to go back so tomorrow. Well, hopefully, they're there. <laughs> Find out next week. What would you rate this, Ben? I mean, this is the definition of a mid movie, so I gotta give it a mid score, and what better than a two and a half out of five? <laughs> Straight up and mid. down, yeah. Um, no, I, I think I'm, I'm right there with Tease on this one. Uh, I, I, I just for theme and for the the high moments, I'll, I'll, I'll be a little more favorable. Three point five, I think, is just fine. There are bits I really liked, and I think it's, I think it's, uh, you know, if, if you're feeling like watching a boat dracula movie you'll get boat dracula yeah i mean li- totally like yeah. it is this movie is everything that it advertises itself as mm-hmm. like it is like if you want to watch two hours of boat dracula sit down and watch boat dracula for two hours because yeah. you will get precisely two the hours world? of boat dracula yeah. yeah don't don't go in with high expectations but you know if you don't it'll demeter your expectations yeah hey, i mean this movie gets me more excited for the Robert Eggers Nosferatu. Oh movie. man, oh. yeah, because just that'll a nice be little... like this stuff oh, done yeah. right, but done right. Yeah, yeah. Dude. ooh, I just oh, chubbed yeah. up a little bit thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. It's a nice little aperitif. Yeah. Well, that will give uh, Boat Dracula. Um, what is it? The Last Voyage of the Demeter, an average <laughs> of three point two out of five. Um, I, yeah, I don't think you need to see this on the big screen. 
I don't think you got to run out to see it. But when it hits VOD, if you're looking for an easy, casual Sunday afternoon watch, go for it. Yeah. No means. Um, ben, do we have prediction results from the Mag 2 yes, last we week? Yes, we do. <laughs> so let's start with Rotten Tomatoes. I predicted a 71. Cleve, you predicted a 68. And TC predicted an 83. Jesus Christ. Oh, so what was I thinking? currently oh, it's sitting at... I gotta double check. I'm the lowest, so it's gotta it's be. It's currently sitting at a 28. Hey! hey yeah, wow. No, no, I got it mixed up. I'm so sorry. Tease, you predicted the lowest on Rotten Tomatoes. I got you and Cleve mixed up. Oh, okay. So I win, actually. Surprise. I was going to say, I I don't know why I would have thought that that movie was going to be an 83%. Yeah. That sounds Um, more like a Cleveland prediction to me. Yeah. uh, Tease, you predicted a 68 Cleve, you predicted an 83. Okay. I apologize. That's fine. I and I, I know that because for opening weekend, I predicted 16 mil. Tease, you predicted 15 mil. And Cleve, you predicted 100 mil. Well, I didn't know. Well, no. Well, it definitely didn't make that. <laughs> it made 30 mil, which is kind of surprising to me. That is surprising. But, uh, yeah, so I get that one. And then collective rating between the two of us. I- I predicted three. Uh, Tease, you predicted three point three, and Cleve, you predicted four. Okay, and so I you think I won that one like that. Yeah, it was the lowest. All right, now, what do we say about the movie or our predictions? Uh, I said Meg two. This time, the shark has a gun. I man, I wish. Yeah. God damn, do I wish? TC said. Uh, I still don't know why Ben Wheatley is directing this. True. I I still don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I still, yeah, that hasn't changed. I still don't know how they how they did that. Um, and Cleve, you just said wet. Was it? Yeah, it was. It was yeah. It was wet. Yeah, yeah definitely. Speaking of ben, ben A lot of the did, water was CG, did, but did it was ben wet. Ben Wheatley also do In the Earth? Correct. Yeah, it's insane. Next week we'll have predictions on The Last Voyage of the Demeter. And what are we what what are we watching next week, Ben? Next week is my pick, and you know the Female last voyage of three. the Demeter. Female prisoner three. Ah, uh, no, fuck that. The first two are far better than this, the others. Okay. Demeter was a little boring, so I I feel like we need something to spruce it up a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to do a movie called The Manson Family. Oh, The Manson Family is a movie directed by Jim Van Beber. Um, who I think we watched one of his movies altogether, not for the podcast, but separately, Deadbeat by Dawn. It's that kind of DIY action movie with the crazy third act on the, on the railroad and he's getting like pulled by a car and stuff. We, I think we all watched it together. It's not ringing a bell, but you're probably Um, right. I don't, I don't think I saw that one. I think so, but that's all right. We'll watch the Manson family next week together. Damn, okay. I don't know shit about this. That's going to be interesting. It's a weird one. Okay. I'm yeah. ready for I'm ready for something weird. I feel like the yeah. last couple episodes have been kind of the or the movies have been kind of bland, a little milk toast. I wouldn't so, know. I'm ready for well, I mean this one and yeah. Meg 2. 
Talk to Me was great. Um, okay, yeah, so next week we're watching The Manson Family. Now, Cleve, please, we have not gotten paid in two weeks. Oh, my God, that's too <laughs> long to go. The sponsor, the sponsor shelf, shelf, the sponsor shelf would not vibrating. let anybody else read a sponsor. It's only, it has, it thirsts for it has bonded with you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this week was brought to you by the silky smooth tones of the sexual Sasquatch. Yes. Listen in the distance in the woods, late at night when it's dark. You might hear the sultry tones of a saxophone. But whatever you do, I warn you, don't follow that sound. Unless you're real horny, because it's a sexual Sasquatch. It's, it's gonna, it's gonna. I'm going out to the woods for sexual Sasquatch. You're going out to the woods yeah, late man. at night. I think he's, I think he's got the good stuff. Well. You know what they say about big feet. Oh, I do. Saxophone skills. Yes, correct. Alright. <laughs> big feet, big saxophone. Thanks, Sasquatch. 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 Alright, well. Get that, squatched. That'll do it for us this week. If you like the show, please don't forget to leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts. Five star rating, preferably. Uh, you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash podpeoplepod. Shout out to our honorary pod boys, Sam, Zach, and Micah. Join the Patreon, join the Discord. Uh, we talk also, in it. We talk in it, we do. We do talk. Talk to us, come hang out. Come talk and hang out. We're approachable, um, I swear. Uh, you can also uh, follow us on Letterboxd, letterboxd.com slash podpeoplepod, where you'll find a list of all the films we've talked about on the show. With our average ratings, links to those reviews... My recommendation for the week is going to be Sea of Thieves, because Ben mentioned we've been playing a lot. I'm boat-brained. It's a good pirate game. It's on Game Pass. If you want to be a pirate and get your boat fixed, then play it. <laughs> that, that's it for me. Yeah, uh, for my recommendation for the week, go outside. Oh, but it's know. so hot. Y'all yeah, suck some grass. Yeah. But it's so hot outside. Wear a hat. That doesn't make me sweat less, Ben. Oh. Um, it's like you have a condition. Yeah, it's called, called being, being f- fucking pale. It's called being fat and sweaty, dog. And when it's and when it's ninety degrees outside, <laughs> you best believe I'm sweating. Yo, go play My Friendly Neighborhood. It just said over- overwhelmingly positive. People are fucking loving it. Yeah, I've been playing it. Right, or I did. Yeah. I I played it for a few hours, and we'll play Is more of it. Spooky Saturday. Um, that'll probably be next weekend, which will be right after this comes out. So join the Discord yeah. for my next My so, Friendly Neighborhood yeah. stream. All right. Uh, thanks for listening. Boat Dracula. The world is a vampire.